Blog Talk Radio. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the south with. With this faith. We will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of thee I sing. Land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring. From the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire, let freedom ring. 
from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening Alleghenies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvaceous slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, and when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. And with that, we want to welcome you to our new show, first show for the new year. Welcome back to Chatting with Chaplain, Chaplain, I'm sorry, Chatting with Rabbi Mike. Rabbi Mike, are you there? I'm here, Etienne. Good morning. Very good, very good. Thank you very much for staying with us. We had some technical issues, and we're still having some. All kinds of pages are beginning to open up on top of us, so. We have a dream that it will all go away, and we want to welcome you back to Captain with Reverend with, with Rabbi Mike. Oh, I can't get it together this morning. <laughs> Don't worry well, about how it. are you doing today? Okay, great, great. I'm, how are you? Uh, I'm great. I'm doing great. Etn, we have um, a wonderful uh, couple of weeks coming up here at the Hebrew Congregation of Saint Thomas. And uh, this show, we're going to talk about um, our Martin Luther King service that's happening tomorrow night, and its history, and the history of Jews in the civil rights movement. And I have to say, listening to uh, the I Have a Dream speech still gives me some some great chills, such an incredible speech. Yes. Such an yes, incredible is, man, is, such an incredible speech, uh, Dr. Martin yes. Luther King, the I Have a Dream speech. It is and it was, yes. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we're glad to have you back, and uh, let's pick up and go forth from there. So tell us about what's coming up tomorrow night, please. Well, tomorrow night is the annual... Shabbat Awards Service here at the Hebrew Congregation Mm -hmm. of St. Thomas, which honors the life of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. We have this every year at the Hebrew Congregation of St. Thomas, and we invite a speaker to come speak, but most importantly, we honor a high school student from one of the many St. Thomas and St. John high schools. Uh, okay. I believe we have eight high schools, so eight students from St. Thomas and St. John oh. that will be honored tomorrow evening for embodying the values 
of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. They have been chosen mm-hmm. by their schools um, for mo- many reasons, and, um, yeah. and they will be honored and given a gift from us, a scholarship, a book, and an award. And we will carry on a nice Shabbat service, and we will have, as we have every year, a speaker come to speak to the community. The community is is welcome to this service, and it's always a very uh, large showing. And this year, we are honored to have, as our speaker, Reverend Odell Cleveland, who comes to us from Greensboro, North Carolina. Wow. He is the chief administrator for Mount Zion Baptist Church in Greensboro, in Greensboro, and I believe that is the largest African American church in North Carolina. Wow. Um, and he's also <laughs> He was also the president and CEO of the Welfare Reform Liaison Project in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the graduate of a number of leadership programs, including the Harvard Divinity School, Summer Leadership Institute, the Center for Creative Leadership's Development Program. He's also co-authored a book about nonprofit development and uh, social entrepreneurship during welfare reform. He's been named as one of the most influential people uh, by the Business Journal and has been invited to the White House many times. But one of the reasons why we we invited him was because he is the co-chair of the Seventh Interfaith Study Mission to Israel, which means he works with um, Jewish leaders a great deal. He's a friend of the Jewish people, um, and uh, we're very proud to have him as our speaker. Fantastic. Great. Wow, amazing. So what time does it start? The service begins at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. on Friday. And it's a longer service, but it's important. Um, you know, there, So it's going to probably go till 8 o'clock, and there's a nice little reception afterwards. And, um, you know, we will we'll take the time to go through some of the many various aspects of our Shabbat service. Uh, sure. But... Uh, you know the real the real joy is to honor these students who will get a chance to read essays they've written essays um, about um, you know what why they're inspired by Dr. King and these are the essays that got them to be nominated by their school so they'll read those and then we'll hear from Reverend Cleveland um, and we'll sing songs and uh, we will remind ourselves of the struggle that we still have as a people together, uh, Jews and African Americans who have been working together for for many, 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 many years, many generations. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, could you tell the audience, please, about what is the protocol, what is the proper way of getting dressed? Do they need to have any particular dress code to go into the synagogue? Well, this is like any, any service. So if you were going to church or synagogue or, you know, some sort of presentation, yes. you know, we, we let people use their judgment on how to uh, okay. dress appropriately. You know, it's also, cool. uh, 
you know, there's no air conditioning or anything, so we want people to be comfortable but also to be respectful. Okay. Sure, of course. Now, do women have to wear hats, or do they, uh, does everybody wear a yarmulke? So we don't um, – we certainly don't make it mandatory for people to wear kippot or yarmulkes. Um, if okay. they choose to, they might, they may. But my guess is we, we don't have enough for people to do that. Okay. We're going to get a pretty That's big true. crowd, we think. Uh, All right. But, you know, if you'd like to, you may. If not, there's really no – no reason. We want the Hebrew congregation of St. Thomas to be a place where all can welcome and feel welcome and all can uh, come in without worried about uh, anything except enjoying the evening and enjoying hospitality. Great, great, great. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you have that going on. What about the teaching the uh, Hebrew the classes you were doing? Are they still going on? They are. We, we taught a nice Hebrew class on Tuesday. We have a couple students that are devoted and learning um, Hebrew at um, at the University of the Virgin Islands. That's wow. um, in the uh, in CAB 112. That's where we, we teach uh, twice a month, 5.30 to 6.30 on Tuesday evenings. Our next one is uh, not this week, but the next week. Um, but... Um, more than that, uh, upcoming there's an upcoming program next weekend that is being held and put together by the Interfaith Council of the Caribbean, of which I serve as director, and okay. um, it's sponsored and, and helped in cooperation with uh, the Virgin Islands AARP, and we have arranged to bring down to St. Thomas... Reverend Otis Moss, Jr., who is a reverend uh, from Ohio who has marched with Martin Luther King. He is friends with uh, a gentleman named Andrew Sternberg, who is a Holocaust survivor. And so the two of them will come and speak. So on Sunday the 22nd, January 22nd, at the University of the Virgin Islands, at 4 p.m., there will be a program open to the public uh, mm-hmm. where these two men will speak and there will be an open forum for questions. And then on Monday the 23rd, uh, it will occur on St. Croix. Oh. Um, so so we're able to actually do things for St. Saint, Saint Thomas and St. Croix. You sharing the love on and, St. Croix. Uh, yeah, so I actually have never been there before, so uh, this will be my first time, probably my last time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to take place on the Virgin Islands um, in the administrative concert conference room, the big room in the Virgin Islands. Yes. Um, and then uh, on St. Croix, it will take place in the cardiac center adjacent to the Juan F. Luis Hospital. And it's mm-hmm. about 4 to 7 p.m., and there's going to be some, uh, obviously, some some food and things like that. Um, so Otis Moss, he worked and marched with Dr. Martin Luther King and has personal uh, knowledge to share about uh, about his life and the philosophy of the man. Wow. And as I said, Andrew Sternberg is a survivor from Holocaust. He survived Auschwitz concentration camp in World wow. War II. Gee, really? And both of these men have a wealth of information uh, and understanding yes. to share about how peace in the world can be achieved. And yes. we open the floor to questions um, 
about past and future. So these are the two big programs that are going on for Martin Luther King, one by the Hebrew Congregation of St. Thomas tomorrow night with Reverend Odell Cleveland. And then next week, on the 21st or 22nd and 23rd, um, the Interfaith Council has its own program. Okay. Well, that certainly has a lot going on here in the Hebrew Congregation of the Virgin Islands or St. Thomas. Uh, it's I'm true. A concerned it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little concerned because I want you. I would like you to mention some about the history of the collaboration of the Jews and the 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 civil rights struggle for Native or African Americans. Could you mention that? Please? Sure. Absolutely. I'd be happy to speak on that. Um, sure. So you know the real time when. Um, you know, Jews and uh, African Americans uh, started cooperating. Uh, was called the golden age of their relationship, and this was after World War II. Okay. And um, and Jews worked together with African American leaders, um, some with the double, the NAACP, um, and other and other things like that, um, and. Together, we passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964. That was a uh, mutual writing and planning between Jews and African Americans, um, mm-hmm. as well as the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Um, there was a huge number of white civil rights activists um, who marched with uh, during these times, including Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, who uh, actually marched uh, almost right next to Martin Luther King in the Selma Civil Rights March wow. um, in, uh, in June 1964. Um, so we, we've been literally right next to people, um, right next to Dr. King, uh, because their struggle is our struggle. Yeah, and yeah, um, the Religious Action Center, of uh, the Union for Reform Judaism, has worked with, for about 50 years, uh, has worked with the African American uh, population and civil rights for all kinds of um, all kinds of things. Um, our building mm-hmm. in Washington D.C. has been a place where legislation has been written. Um, it was uh, the building was dedicated in 1962, but as I said, the the 1964 Civil Rights Act and the 1965 Voting Rights Act were drafted in our conference room, um, in the Religious Action Center conference room. Wow. So, uh, you know, really, really incredible. On the, you know, on the other side of things, you know, there were, I don't know if you know, in the summer of 1964, which was called Freedom Summer, uh, yes, two Jewish that. activists, Andrew yes. Goodman and Michael Schwerner, were mm-hmm. murdered with James Cheney, a black activist, by the Ku Klux Klan. Um, So, you know, Jews and and blacks have died together in the struggle for freedom, and they continue to. And even Dr. King said in 1965 he spoke out against anti-Semitism from the African-American population because of uh, the rabbis and the Jews who who marched with him and um, the sacrifices that Jews have made to protect the African-American uh, population. So um, there was a great deal of 
collaboration, and there still is. So we are proud to continue that legacy by having these events uh, that are, uh, you know, Jewish and African-American collaborations, including the Martin Luther King service here at the Hebrew Congregation Mm -hmm. and, of course, in the Interfaith Council with Reverend Moss. Amazing. Wow. Where were you when all that was going on? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wasn't born yet, but... uh, (laughs) That's why I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't born yet, but you know, I'm yeah. I'm happy to do the yeah. uh, the fighting yeah. now. So yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, yeah. as uh, I consider myself a social justice leader, and yeah. I like to uh, place myself next to those in need, whoever that may be, African American, yeah. Jew, non-Jew. Uh, we're seeing today in today's politics that the Muslim population are in need of um, assistance as well, and so we stand with them as well. Yeah. And so that's what these events really are going to be about, not just between Jewish and African-American collaboration, but the idea of solidarity uh, with everybody standing together for peace and equality. Mm, fantastic. That's great. That's great. Fantastic. Okay. So... It's good to have you back on the air again, and we will continue on our Tuesdays starting next week. But this week, we weren't able to do that. I'm talking to the audience. This week, we weren't able to do that. We came on Thursday, today, and we're going to go back to that. So in the time remaining, just let's do a quick uh, a quick summary, and then we'll go back to the uh, I Have a Dream. We'll close out with that again. It's a five-minute presentation. That's a short version of it. So, right. Wonderful. Okay. Quick, do you have a quick summary that you'd like to share? Well, I just want to uh, make sure that the whole community knows that they are welcome uh, this Friday at 6 p.m. to the Hebrew Congregation of St. Thomas, that's 2116 for the annual Shabbat Awards service beginning at 6 p.m. with myself leading and Reverend Odell Cleveland. Uh, we hope to see a large uh, community representation, uh, including Uh our community leaders, to show solidarity with our students who are our future, and we hope that everyone can join us the next week um, at UVI and again in St. Croix with uh, Reverend Otis Moss, Jr. and Andrew Sternberg. So these next two weeks, uh, we're doing a great deal to honor the memory of Dr. King and carrying on his legacy, and we hope that people will join us uh, to do so. Uh, to celebrate not only the man and his work, but also the work that continued after his death. So uh, we hope hope it will be a very meaningful couple of weeks, and uh, I'm very excited about it. It should be. Amazing. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're having technical difficulties here. If you hear that beep, beep all the time, the computer's going crazy. It's opening up windows left and right and closing windows left and right. So... I have little or no control over it right now. But nevertheless, we are able to get on the air and share the program. And I guess we're not going to be able to play the uh, speech at this point. So that's uh, that's a shortcoming. But we do apologize for that. Well, so, we heard a great deal of it in the beginning. So I was glad we were good. able to do that, Etienne. I appreciate it. Fantastic. I'm glad that we sure. were able to start with that inspiring speech. Great, great. Well, I guess at this point, then, since we're just about at the closing time, let's uh, see if there's any other 
comments that you would like to share, and then we'll close things out. Is there anything else that we well, haven't I touched think on? That, uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I think that we've covered everything. I think that, um, you know, one thing that I'll mention is, um, is, the, is that the awards that we'll be providing, um, they, are, they are financial awards, um, scholarship awards to our students, and they are students from All Saints Cathedral School, Antilles School, uh-huh. Charlotte Amali High School, Gift Hill School, Ivana Eudora Keene High School, Seventh-day Adventist School, St. Peter and Paul Catholic School, and, of course, the VI Montessori School and Peter Gruber International Academy. So we have some very talented students who will be honored uh, tomorrow night, and we really do hope that there will be so many people there to celebrate their accomplishments. And the time again is 6 p.m.? 6 6 p.m. at the Hebrew Congregation of St. Thomas. Yes, sir. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, uh, Rabbi Mike. I want to say in Hebrew, Shalom. (laughs) Shalom, Etienne, and thank you so much. I look forward to speaking with you next week. I'll let you know how it all went. Very good, very good. I'll be there. I'll be there to go to them. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. So long. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Take care. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.